Simply Stogies is a passion project that is fan-funded. If you enjoy the content Simply Stogies brings to you and would like to see more and different kinds of content, a website, more on-location podcasts with blenders, manufacturers, or retailers, or video reviews, please consider supporting Simply Stogies on Patreon at patreon.com slash simplystogies. Supporting Simply Stogies can get you a ton of perks, including instant access to bonus material, access to Simply Stogies Discord, including a Patreon-only channel, shoutouts on the show and social media, a monthly virtual herf with myself and other supporters, the ability to suggest cigar reviews, cool swag, or the opportunity to do a cigar review on Simply Stogies Podcast. Thank you for your consideration and your generosity. Now, on to Simply Stogies. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a stogie, sit back and relax while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and will probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Happy New Year and welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. This episode, I sit down with Coco Maria, the cigar madam on Instagram. Uh, and I'll get to that interview here in just a few minutes. But before I do, it's the new year. And with the new year come some new announcements. First, let me announce the winners of the Puppador contest. Chris Hansen, Gary Merrill, and Caleb McReynolds. Uh, out of all of the entries we had, all three of them answered uh, all three questions correctly. Uh, they were able to follow directions. And so because of that, Pupperdor.com was gracious enough to give each one of the winners a Pupperdor. So congratulations to Chris, Gary, and Caleb. Well-deserved. Thank you for listening. And now it's your job to fill those Pupperdors and post it on social media and tag Simply Stogie's podcast. The second announcement that I have is that Simply Stogie's podcast is now working with manufacturers and vendors in the cigar industry to bring you the latest in cigar news. Now, it might be slow going as we get this ball rolling with some of the vendors, but please check out simplystogies.com for the latest news. And as always, we'll have reviews from Mike, myself. Uh, we've got a very special review coming up later this month, I believe, uh, with the new Isabella Time Traveler that was released earlier in December. So look forward to that. Lots of new things going on. There may be some changes you might notice in our Patreon tiers and what those tiers uh, get you, what access you have. So look for that here in the coming year, as well as I have a ton of events coming up this year that we're going to go to. Hopefully, I'll be able to go to, to, to the PCA trade show later on in July in Vegas and bring you the latest news from there, uh, as well as some of the events uh, around the country. The first event coming up is the Nebraska Cigar Festival uh, here in the middle of January. I'm very much looking forward to that, getting away for a couple of days, meeting some lounge owners there in Lincoln, Nebraska. Should be a good time, so look forward to that. Uh, and with that, there may be some Patreon-exclusive content coming up this year as well. 
So as I said at the beginning of this episode, I was able to visit Orlando, Florida earlier this year uh, when I went to Walt Disney World with my family, and I contacted the cigar madam on Instagram and, and asked her if she wanted to come on the show, talk about her journey and what it's like as a woman uh, to smoke cigars and kind of try to be a part of the community and, and to become uh, an influencer as she has on social media, kind of what her plans are, where she's going, what her journey has been up to this point and where she believes the journey is going to take her. It was an interesting conversation. It was a lot of fun. She is the absolute sweetest girl on the planet. She is talented. She's witty. And this was a lot of fun. So here is my interview with Coco Maria, the cigar madam on Instagram. Welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. We are in beautiful Orlando, Florida today with the lovely and talented Cigar Madam. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Uh, so we're here at uh, Corona Cigar here in Orlando, Florida. I'm here on vacation with my family at Disney World. Uh, I have a few hours to spare, so why not smoke a cigar and talk to the Cigar Madam? So this uh, cigar podcast is all about my journey, how I got started. Let's talk about your journey. How did you get started? Well, it's kind of a fancy story. Um, not really. <laughs> I was living in Las Vegas, bartending, and one day I got a customer that we just, you know, and you meet so many great people bartending and all over the world. And I had one customer come in, he had this really nice travel humidor, he had all these cigars in it, and I was just so fascinated about it. You know, I just, something about cigars just always seemed really cool, but I never had a chance to try one. So he actually tipped me with the cigar of my choice as he was leaving. And so... I didn't know anything about cigars. I didn't know anything about the brands, but all I knew, I saw the Monte Cristo in there. I'm like, all right, Monte Cristo, the Count of Monte Cristo. Like, you know, I was like, I'm just going to try that one. Let's start with that one. So it wasn't love at first light for me um, as I would hope to have been. I, I just didn't know what I was doing. I was like choking and hacking. I, I just, I didn't get it, you know? So my first one was a struggle for me. And, um, I just was determined to become a aficionado. You know, I was like, I want to be part of this cool ass club, you know, so that just kind of sparked my passion for it. And from then I kept trying them. And finally, I ended up getting the hang of things and finally got into the flow of it. And it just always my heart's passion always since that moment. So that was your first cigar was a Monte Cristo. Do you, was it a, a non-Cuban or was it a Cuban? You know, I it, I don't believe it was. I'm trying to remember the exact name. I I'm gonna say it was non-Cuban because of the band. It was that typical white Monte Cristo band, and I don't think that's no the one they use. For, yeah, they right. use that one for the Cubans. So so mm -hmm. okay. So you didn't mm -hmm. like that. What was the first cigar that you really really liked that you thought yes, this is it. This I'm going to stick with this hobby. This is what I want to do. Well. I tried some flavored, some infused cigars, and that's when I started with. I started with the Drew Estates, um, and I stuck with that. You know, I just stuck with what I knew, and I stuck with what I love. And honestly, I worked so much for so long that cigars were a rare, okay, you know, it was like a rare treat for myself. So I never, I didn't have that opportunity at the time to start to explore them and put a lot of time into that. So I just would always go here and there to the cigar lounges and just enjoy that same cigar when I could. It wasn't until like this year that I really started to expand my palate and get that time since I started working for myself. It's like, I can do what I want now. So <laughs> yeah. So what prompted you to move away from, from the infused and try some of the other things? Was it just you wanted to broaden your horizons and see what everything, what it was about? Because a lot of, uh, 
a lot of people start with the infused cigars, uh-huh. whether it's you know your your Swisher Sweets or whatever. Um, but acids, the Drew Estate line, like you said, the Upsetters has a, a foundation. The Upsetters has a, a nice infused line. So what was it that, that prompted you to be like, mm, it's time to move away from this and into everything else? Well, I don't want this to sound negative, but it just seemed like the big boys, the real cigar smokers, and I don't want to say real cigar smokers, but it just seemed like the more experienced cigar smokers were not smoking like infused cigars. And I was just trying to be like them, you know? So it just was like, it almost was like this feeling like you're not like, oh, you're not like a, a real cigar smoker if you don't smoke like the big, strong, you know, Nicaraguans or and this and that. And so. throwing myself into that again I didn't exactly have the best experiences but I was determined (laughs) to build my palate and so yeah that's how that got started (laughs) was it a hard transition for you at first were you like oh my god how do you guys smoke this stuff it was a hard transition it was um I I just kept trying different ones and I just kind of um I, I just found I just got into a flow is all I could say I guess my palate started to develop for it now I can smoke anything I just and it doesn't bother me I love I, I love really strong cigars I love I, yeah so I guess I'm all over the, my palate's expanded quite a bit so <laughs> so let's talk about this so you brought up you know trying to be more like the boys and this is not what the cigar aficionados do let's talk about the boys and the community <laughs> cigar community so I've seen firsthand the dark side of the community, if you will, when it comes to women trying to, you know, just be part of the group, part of the collective. Uh, how's your experience been? Honestly, my experience overall has been really, really positive. Um, for one thing, we're at Corona Cigar. This is like the place that was like my, my this is the place that has basically raised me in cigars you know I've, I've made great relationships with the people that work here and there was always even when I felt so uncomfortable because yes you walk in and it's like a meat market you can feel like everybody's looking at you like what is this girl doing here and it would it would literally freak me out and scare me out scare me it really would and that's also why I didn't expand for a while because I was so scared of like you know I just want to do my things like go and get my cigar sit in a quarter and just not be bothered I didn't strike of conversations right so it was only through building the relationships with the people that worked here that I started to finally feel more comfortable and just do my own thing. You know, I still just kind of, you still get the stares, you still may get the comments, you just do your own thing. People leave you alone, you know, and everyone has so much respect for me here that I feel so at home. Um, I, I'm going to start traveling more and I'm going to start seeing more, more lounges and things like that, but so I'm sure I'm, you know, I've yet to see how the experience will be once I get out of my comfort zone, I guess you can say. But overall, it's been very positive. People have not said anything negative to me. People are always um, just curious to know, you know, so why are you smoking cigars? And, you know, they're just so shocked that to see a woman, I come in with my all my gear. They're like, what? You have your own cutter? You have your own lighter? They're just kind of confused, I guess you can say about that. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my experience. So this is, <laughs> this, you would consider Corona Cigar your home mm-hmm. lounge then? Uh, yeah, so to this speak. is my home lounge. I mean, I live just 15 minutes away. There are other lounges, um, around her that I do visit. I do visit other ones here and there, but this is, I guess this is where I feel 
this is where my home is. Yeah. How long did it take for you to feel comfortable? So you walk in mm-hmm. from experience. When I walked, when I first started walking into cigar lounges, I felt overwhelmed. Yeah, I felt be. like the, the odd guy out. <laughs> right. Especially, you know, when I didn't know a whole lot about, you know, I didn't have my own cutter. I didn't have my lighter. I didn't, I didn't have all these things and I, I wouldn't come prepared. And I didn't know the etiquette. Yeah. You feel, you feel overwhelmed and you feel like a lot of eyes are on you. And mm-hmm. so as a woman, I can only imagine that that's enhanced. How long did it take for you to kind of break through and be like, no, nah, this is, I'm, I'm cool now. It took, it took a while. It took, it took a long time. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, my first couple of years here, I was in a shell. You know, I would come here just maybe once a month just cause I was, you know, still in a shell and I'd bring some home and smoke them at home, but it took a while. Um, I guess it, yeah, took me like a couple, I would say a couple of years to finally. <laughs> Do you think that the experience differed a lot because you're a woman from what a man would experience? I think I probably was putting too much thought into it. You know, okay. I, I think if I would have just been cool, sat down and just engaged a casual conversation because people are so friendly. I think I was just more putting, you know, it was my own fears and reservations. Not that anyone made me feel afraid. I was already assuming, you know, the, the worst. Like, oh, they're going to judge me. They're going to make me feel stupid because I still don't know exactly what I'm doing with all this. But I'm trying to figure it out, you know. But once I did get out of my shell, I realized, like, God, these people just want to talk. They're here. Most of them, a lot of people that come here are by themselves. They are traveling or something. There's some kind of unique story. And they love, they would love for you to strike up conversation. And they're also intimidated sometimes, you know, they're scared to say something to you too, because they don't want to feel like, oh, she's going to think I'm a creep or, you know. Right. <laughs> no, that for sure. I still have those fears when I go into a new B&M, I, mm-hmm. especially when I go in, I give them my card. Hey, I'm here from Simply Stokey's podcast. I'm going to sit down. Can I record here? Are you guys okay with that? There's always that fear of, Oh, who the hell are you get out? Yeah, you get out. So, yeah, we all go through it. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I think I think that's I think that's that's fair. So, let's talk about your Instagram. So you can follow her at, at the Cigar Madam on Instagram. You have a Facebook page, the Cigar Madam. What made you choose the Cigar Madam as as your uh, moniker? Well, you know, when it came to choosing names, I knew I had to come up with something. I mean, you if you're trying to build a brand for yourself, you need to have something that kind of differentiates you from other brands that are out there. A, it's also not a good idea to have like dashes or underscores, things like that. Like you have to come up with something solid that just rings and also reflects you as a person. And I think the madam kind of sets a tone of like <laughs> elegance and, you know, sophistication and I didn't want to be the cigar Barbie, the cigar. <laughs> I didn't want to be, you know, there's already a cigar queen. And I definitely don't feel like I even could live up. I didn't have that title. I haven't been in cigars that long to feel like I'm the cigar queen, you know, or whatnot. So I just, it just fit me. And like the cigar, mat, I'm like, that is, it's a, I just felt it was a good name that it's kind of a, a starting point for me. And I will build it from there. It wasn't a high expectation for it, you know? <laughs> so you started building your brand how long ago? Um, literally three months ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you've had quite, quite the, uh, growth spread. So I, yeah. I was going to say it, I was not expecting that. I actually have another Instagram account, which has 13,000 people and it's, and I did not want to bring the cigar aspect to that account because it's like all glamour modeling. It's all, and it, for me, cigars were so sacred. I wanted nothing to be about what that account, which is basically your typical, like, you know, bikini chick that's like, you know, 
practically, you know, that's not exactly fully dressed and blah, blah. It's a very sexy account because I've been in glamour modeling for so long. And I just didn't want that there. I didn't, I wanted to respect the cigar. I wanted to start something that would, you know, that just was new. And I was so used to my other account. It's so used to my following. I was like, it was almost like a fear. Like, what if nobody likes me? And I was like, I don't care. I love my cigars. This is for my cigar passion. I don't care if I don't get anyone to like me. I just want to share my love for the cigar. So I didn't worry about people at that point. I worried about just doing something I loved, which I felt was part of my self-care and part of therapy for me. So when I did get that kind of response, it was very surprising. I was like, where did these people come from? <laughs> I was I didn't even think that there was such a large cigar community even on Instagram. That was so new to me. So that was it's been surprising. But yeah, to have what is it three I guess three like thirty eight hundred followers in three months. Almost four thousand now. Almost yeah. four thousand in three months. That's a big that's a big burst. <laughs> and and you didn't take like you said, you didn't take any over from your from your modeling mm-hmm. Instagram page. So there wasn't any cross promotion nope. or anything like that. Nothing. So you try to keep them separate, mm-hmm. and I understand that, and I want to talk about that for just a minute mm-hmm. because when you talk about your thirteen thousand followers on the other mm-hmm. on your other account, mm-hmm. it's very health centric. Like, no, that one's not the health. That's one. not that's not nope. the health one. That's, nope. the health one only has three thousand followers. <laughs> no, that, you know that one's a slow and steady one right there. <laughs> no, the other one is is based on glamour modeling. Which is your bikini, your lingerie, your stuff that's like uh, implied nudity and things like that. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> so, but you have another one that does, is very health conscious. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. With that one, and I see a little bit, it bleeds through a little bit on your cigar mm-hmm. one. You'll post your smoothies and your, mm-hmm. your drinks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Has there been any backlash from that? Because let's just face it, cigars may not be the healthiest of hobbies. Yeah, um, on the in the cigar community, I don't get backlash at, at all. Um, I haven't posted anything cigar related on Instagram per se on my Instagram health account, just because that has got its own specific function for things. But on my Facebook, my personal, way, I have like five thousand friends and three thousand followers, and people that are used to me seeing me post all this health stuff. When I started my Instagram blog for the cigars, I couldn't help but want to share my cigar photos on my Facebook page too. And yes, then it came in like, what is this? I'm not taking health advice from a cigar smoker and this and that. And (laughs) I just let them be themselves. I just, I'm going to continue to do what I do. I, I, I think that the health risk is extremely low for cigars. I mean, yes, is there some form of a risk, whatever, but I feel like my own, I have my own philosophies about things. And I know that cigars make me feel my happiest and my best and when you understand energetically and chemically how you are, like that helps you feel better. And that's going to program your cells to be healthier. I just, to me, this, this is a positive thing for my health, especially my mental health. So I will defend them all day and defend what I do. And I have my own scientific backing and, you know, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> for it. <laughs> no, I, I agree. We talked a little bit before we started recording that when you feel better, when yes. you just feel more relaxed and mm-hmm. at peace, you know, your body responds mm-hmm. to that. So for yeah. sure. And this, this definitely helps me relax Yes, with a toddler good. running around. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 need, I need this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you, uh, because of social media and how you use that, I'm sure you've seen sexist comments, especially, oh, yeah. especially maybe from the cigar area. I mean, yeah. like we've talked about the, that dark side of the community. How do you deal with that? How do you, do you respond to it? Do you ignore it? Uh, it has to affect you in some way. You have to really, I, 
in, in any kind of business, especially if you're a business person, you have to learn to just tune out negativity of any kind, of any form. Um, I don't really, I don't respond to it. I just, people are people, people are where they're at. I don't take offense to anyone saying anything. If it's something extremely vulgar or disrespectful, I just delete it. That's the beauty of it. You can just delete <laughs> the comments you don't like. Yeah, I had one. That was re- that was the worst one so far I've had where someone made a comment about the cigar I was holding. And I was like, really? And I just deleted it. I didn't bother to entertain it. I have blocked people before as well. It gets a little overwhelming. We Thank God Instagram came up with the divisions and the different folders in the inboxes. You can put them on do not <laughs> contact ever. You can put them in the general or you can put them in your primary. For people that are just over the top, put them in the you know do not contact folder. <laughs> They can still respond, but I'm just not looking at it anymore. <laughs> I had no idea you could do that. Yeah, you can. Huh. <laughs> I am terrible at social media. I'm 43 years old. I am not a millennial. So how did you like? How did you start with the social media? I mean, even with your other accounts, because mm-hmm. you brought you brought that skill set to the Cigar Madam account yeah. and to that brand. So how how did you get started with social media? How did you learn the ins and outs and and all of that? Marketing has always been something that I've been so uh, intrigued by. And I'm going to say my background in modeling helped with that. It helps me to be for, I've been what, 12 years now I've been doing modeling. It helped me to have a background in how to take photos and how to work with lighting and how to work with editing. Um, I studied people. I was, I sucked for so long at pictures. I, I had, I sucked. I did. And you know what? It took me a long, it took me years to get good at it. You know, a few years to get good at it. And I had to study people that were having success. I had to look at what they were doing. How were they, what were, what were they um, saying in their captions? What are, how are they engaging people? How are they working with their audiences? So I studied it. I did. I took a lot of time to learn from people that have uh, Instagram experience, Facebook marketing experience. And I just kind of took it and Learned as I, I'm learning as I go, you know. I'm, so you're always learning then when it comes yeah. to this? because things are always changing. I mean, gosh, there's so many terms of service changes left and right. And we've been, you know, we've talked about that, some of those things. Let's <laughs> let's talk about, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about, you brought that up. So mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, they have kind of cracked down on, on uh, tobacco, on cigars, yeah. which I don't understand. We can talk about that, but mm-hmm. how does that affect you? You said that just recently you noticed that your traffic has slowed down. I am waiting to see what is going on because... It start. I noticed a dip right before Thanksgiving. I was growing at a hundred a day, and after Thanksgiving, it just dropped drastically, like to where it was like I barely could pull three or four people a day. So I'm still trying to determine what's going on. I went from like 3,800 view profile visits in a in a week to now it's like at 1,800. So I'm like, what caused that drop? You know, I don't know if it's the hashtags. Um, so I definitely plan to dive into my little marketing community because things are always changing. Things are changing on Twitter now. Things are just all over the place. So I'm going to figure out what's going on. I don't know if it's it's affecting anything, but you know what? I'm going to continue to do what I do. I'm going to keep posting my pictures because this, again, is about me. It's not about needing approval. It's not about... Um, I didn't build, I wasn't trying to build this brand even to look at it from a monetary perspective. I just wanted to do what I love. I wanted to meet other people that had my passion. And if it's, if it ends up being a small but loving community, then heck, it's a small but loving circle. Like, you know, right. it'll still be fulfilling for me. So I'll roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all kind of have to roll with it. Are you worried about the FDA and what they're trying to do? I, I, I am. <laughs> I will be lying if I said, no, I'm not worried about it. I'm freaking, heck yes, I'm freaking worried about it. I am like a, 
I'm like a rebel at the same time. So I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. I will still, you know, prohibition came and went. We were still rolling in prohibition times. You guys want to get crazy? Fine. We'll get crazy too. Like we'll find a way to get crazy. Come at me. Like I'm still going to get my cigars. So do you have a stash right now? I have a stash. Yeah. How, how, how many, how many you have? Let's, let's oh, compare. Oh boy. I could, it's, it's, I probably have about a little over 110 cigars right now. Nice. <laughs> I have over 700. See you there. See, <laughs> you're way bigger than me. <laughs> Three wine adorers. You got a great yeah. cigar sash. <laughs> well, my wife doesn't uh, uh, agree with the great part, but uh-huh. she, she does agree there's a stash there. So <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Um, you built your brand. Where do you see your brand going in the next 5, 10, 15 years? You know, I would just, I would love to, I, I don't, I, I'm trying to determine my overall long time girls. I don't want to sell cigars. That's not my, my passion or my dream. I, I don't, I, that's, that's right now. Just because I have other things I'm doing with e-commerce, that's a whole different thing. Like, I don't, I don't know if I one day want to have my own chocolate madam cigar. <laughs> Maybe somebody will roll that specially for me someday. I don't know. But I just would love to just be a part of enriching the community in some way. I would love to increase my knowledge and help those that have a desire to learn more. I'd love to build the, 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 the sisters of the leaf, you know, community. I'd love to help build that up. Um, so I'd love to host events. That's like a big thing for me. I want to build my brand, be known, travel the country, travel the world even, and do just be a part of the community all over the world and, and bring, be a part of bringing people together with love and our, and sharing our values. So let's talk. I, I want to talk about that a little bit. We talked a little bit before I started recording. Different, um, we'll call them brand ambassadors, yeah, uh, hostesses mm-hmm. in the cigar community because that's a thing where you have beautiful women who who hawk cigars. As an artist, as a content creator, where is that line for you? From I don't want to be a shill, but I also want to grow my brand. You know, um, I'm a very authentic person. I respect every cigar brand you know there are opinions about different cigar brands out there and i don't take anyone's personal opinion and make it my own opinion i i i go in every cigar experience to me is is a is a it's a very loving and wonderful experience for me regardless if it tastes like the best cigar i've had or not i love the cigar regardless because i love i know that there was years of someone's life this is they bled they cried they it's an extremely difficult business to be in to get into so i am not in this to rank cigars i'm not trying to determine you know put out there oh this is better than this i just i share how cigars mostly in my reviews how they make me feel (laughs) i will talk about flavor notes here and there but my aim is overall to bring the the essence of the experience into it not to get so complicated in all of the the breakdown of the complexity and you know this was better last year or this you know you know they really dropped the ball on this line like that's not what i'm trying to do i just it's it's and whatever every anyone else does do what you want you know some people really love their scientific and their minds work like that and they want to break it down and they they like that's that's just how their minds work and god god bless them they help a lot of people that are looking for that as well so everyone serves their own purpose i think that is out there doing their thing for cigars and you will find your tribe <laughs> so what's the ex- cigar experience for you? It's, mm-hmm. it's not cerebral. Mm-hmm. It's not breaking down flavors. Yeah. It's not trying to rate the cigar. You're not trying to tell people what to smoke. Mm-mm. You're telling them about your experience. So what, yeah. what is your experience when you're smoking a uh-huh. cigar and you're just by yourself and you're not taking pictures and you're not yeah. wanting to create content and mm-hmm. it's just you time? What is that experience like? I find that 
my experience is that cigars have an ability for me to, for me to tap into parts of myself, power parts of myself that um, I don't normally tap into. I guess you could say it forces me to slow down and just really connect to me, <laughs> you know, and it fuses me. It energizes me and it helps me be, it helps me give more love and more energy and more light into the world. So that's what they do. All of them, even if they're not exactly the best test taste, it's, it's not about that. It's about just taking my time to connect with myself and using the cigar to, I, I would say, compliment my, you know, compliment me as a, as a spiritual being, I guess you could say. <laughs> okay. That, that actually makes sense to me. I, I don't, well, I want to learn how to pick out flavor notes yeah. and develop my palate. Mm-hmm. For me, it's about the ritual. It's about the time to myself. It's about just being while I'm smoking a cigar and usually just away from a toddler. Mm-hmm. Really the, my, my focus right now is the quiet time. The quiet time, which is so rare. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. I, even this is quiet compared to what I've been through the last week. So this is this is fantastic. Have you had a bad cigar then? If your experience is more spiritual than it is physical, have you had a bad cigar? You know, I, I can, I'm going to honestly tell you, my answer to that is no. I've had some cigars that have started out terribly or, you know, me, but it didn't end up that way, <laughs> you know, for me on a, on a taste level. And I, I don't know if it's just because I'm mentally already telling myself that I'm going to enjoy it if I just find a way to enjoy it. But it, nothing has ever – I've never gotten through a cigar and, and felt like, oh, God, I can't continue this cigar. Never has happened. So, I again, I don't know if that's because I haven't made my way around the thousands that are still <laughs> out there. But so far, no. <laughs> so Other than my first one, obviously. Right. I was like, ah. <laughs> Well, I think that's probably most people's experience is why the hell would somebody sit down yeah. and do this for <laughs> – like on purpose. Mm-hmm. So you you wouldn't consider yourself a cigar geek, so to speak. You would more of a cigar enthusiast. I'm an enthusiast. I think if I was a geek, I'd have those experiences because I, you know, as a geek, I, I think you have more of an ability to do like the more complex type of approach <laughs> to the cigar. Right. And for me, I'm just an enthusiast. I'm just like a kid in a candy store when I come here. I'm like, look, it's Alice Apples or it's Snickers or it's Almond Joy. Like, you know, and I'm excited because I got to pick my candy I wanted for the day. So I love it regardless. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what was the last cigar that you almost thought was the worst? Like, do you remember where you're like, oh, why did I do this? And then you kind of get into it like, okay, yeah, it's, it's all right. I got my me time. There's got to be a bad experience in there somewhere, isn't there? I'm going to say, I can't even remember the, the stick, but I'm going to say it was a very popular brand. I, I'm, that's that I'm remembering. Wow. And this is also what I'm going to say about that. Like, I, I, it surprises me how often I'll smoke a cigar that's not as pricey. <laughs> like half the price of a cigar that's like maybe 10, 12, 15 and up. And I'm like, what? I so much more enjoyed this little budget stick than that. <laughs> you know? It surprises me. And again, I and then I often wonder, is that because I'm still not as experienced to appreciate this blend enough, you know, I don't know yet, but, um, I'm just, I can't remember the, the, it was fairly recent, but I don't remember the name. And I just remember like, God, I, this wasn't as, ex- as what I was expecting this to be. So in my head, I have this picture of a glamor model mm-hmm. and what their lifestyles like yachts and parties and bikinis and other glamor models around. <laughs> you shared this passion with some in that oh, community. God. None of them like the cigars. None no, of them. Really? They're all weed heads most of the time. Like <laughs> <laughs> they're all like, "I'm good with my weed, honey. You have your cigar." I, and I, I hate weed, so it's like, 
I can't get into it. It, it makes me feel weird. And, I, you know, God bless you if you can weave your thing. You can do both. God bless you, too. Like, I just don't get into it. So most of them just, they're, they just like how that, how that how the effect of, of you know, the, the weed makes them feel more so. So I, they, though, they have tried it. They're not on board. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've yet to convert anybody yet. You haven't converted anyone? I haven't converted anyone successfully. I'm sad, but yeah. None of your friends, nobody, like in your personal life, they're just like, no. Nope. Wine and weed. That's the, They're on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> I might be on board with the wine. I'm not sure about, about the weed, but the wine I would definitely probably be on board for. So what do you pair your cigar with? I know you're drinking today tea. I always pair my cigar with tea. Always. Um... Cappuccinos are great, but I just have extreme sensitivity to caffeine. So I know coffee is is absolutely probably the best thing to pair your cigar with. And I will on a rare occasion when I feel like, okay, I can handle a cup today. But it just, I just can't, especially when I smoke. Most of the time I smoke, it's like first thing in the morning. Yeah. So it's like, I need, I, I yeah, it just jacks me up. Caffeine's like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then jittery. with the strength of the tobacco, it's usually a, not a good combination for that for me. So I have to just, I know what I can roll with. <laughs> there you go. So let's talk. You just launched a new website. Mm, yes. Chocolateandcigars.com. Let, let's talk about that. What is the website about? What It's obviously promoting mm-hmm. your brand. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, when I first started the website, I had this in my mind that I was going to use that primarily as my source of blogging. And then I, you know, being the marketing expert that I knew that I am, I know that there is way more time required to build a successful blog, especially about cigars. So I have just used it mostly as a landing page to connect my other links. Um, There will be a store at some point. I do plan to have some cigar accessories that I've um, personalized as I build my brand. Maybe you want to have me as a phone case stack, you know, (laughs) a calendar in the brewing, you know, things like that. But so for now, it's a page. It's a, it's a page that's kind of a landing strip. If people want to have more information, they want to know, hey, how did you get into cigars? What is your background? Or how can I hire you to promote my brand? It's kind of a one-stop, you know, sh- page for that information. Send me a message, or you know, here's my latest YouTube video. Here's what I smoked, you know, today. And, you know, I did start writing a little bit, and then I just stopped because I knew I wasn't going to have the time to put into that. So it takes a lot of time. It to takes do. a considerable a amount of time. of time. So. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. for sure. Anything coming up on the horizon for you? Any any uh, collaborations with anybody working with? So I just started to get a lot of, uh, more so recently, the past couple of weeks, I've gotten more companies that are interested in sending me their brands because it, people seem to like my photography. They seem to like, like, hey, you know what you're, you know, you know what you're doing over there with these pictures, ladies. So I'd love if you would. Um, promote my brand for me. So I've, I've got that. I've been getting consistent messages about that. So I've, I've got a few sponsorships now and I've gotten someone that just recently contacted me about writing a cigar column for their magazine. So that's in the works. I feel very intimidated about it, but I'm up for the challenge because, <laughs> you know, people, you got to start somewhere, right? you know? So yeah, that's in the works. I'm working on getting the YouTube channel together. I'm, I have a feeling that there are more censorship um, terms of service coming to YouTube as well. So I don't, I'm almost like hesitant. Do I want to put all this heart and hours and energy into this and they're going to come and shut my page down? So I'm just, I'm, I'm working on it though. I will st- I'll still continue to put a little here and there. So. Uh, are there alternatives you're looking at to YouTube and Instagram and Facebook? Mm-hmm. I think the website's a good start. I think yeah. that's because you were in control. Yeah. Um, I can still make, put my videos there. There are other, there's a rising um, field of cigar communities. They have we have cigar clubs that have their own app.
apps. We have websites now that are community-based for cigar smokers. Um, I belong to spiritedsmoke.com, which is a Provada Cigar Club started that. And it's an open community to anyone, whether you are part of Provada Cigar Club or not. It's a great place to land and get information and, you know, meet other people that, you know, have a passion as well. So within those groups that are growing, there's also um, an opportunity to build your brand in those places too. So there's, there's other outlets that we're working on. We're going to do our thing. Like I said, we're going to find a way. <laughs> so the future is bright for the cigar matter. The future is bright for the cigar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So we can find you. Give us the website again. It's www.chocolateandcigars.com. And on Instagram? It is The Cigar Madam. And Facebook? You know, Facebook.com slash The Cigar Madam. There you go. That's where you can find her. Uh, it's been uh, fantastic sitting down with you, smoking a cigar, talking about all this stuff. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming out. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for we, cigars. No, no problem. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next time. This is the first one of the year, so happy new yes. year. Thank you for... First podcast. (laughs) I'd like to thank the cigar madam once again for taking the time out of her busy schedule right before uh, the busy holiday season really kicked into gear uh, and sit down with me and and talk with me about all of those things. It was such a great conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Make sure you like, share, follow on Instagram, that you rate us on iTunes or Google Podcasts, that you check us out at facebook.com forward slash Simply Stogies podcast, and that you go to simplystogies.com and check out all of the great content that myself and the team over there are putting together for you. Until next time, my friends, stay smoky. Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Please rate and review Simply Stogies on iTunes. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies.